This is To The Point with Marcus Amick, where we cut through all the noise to discuss the things that matter most driving the world of automotive sales. Let's get to it. This week's guest on To The Point is Rasheed Floyd, an automotive retail specialist in the luxury sector and a consultant with the Rocket team. Glad you could join us on To The Point, Rasheed. I know you're on the road, so I really want to thank you for carving out some time to talk about lifestyle and how it impacts the world of automotive sales. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Well, Rashid, as we like to say here at To The Point, let's get right to it. Look, it's nearly impossible now to find any national automotive marketing campaign that doesn't include some kind of lifestyle element or touchpoint. Lifestyle is literally the cornerstone of every car brand's marketing strategy these days. How, how well do you think these elements of lifestyle are being incorporated at the dealership level? I think they're doing a, a, an admirable job now. It's kind of like they finally realized that lifestyle and luxury vehicles, high-end vehicles and sales go hand in hand. Um, so they're a little late to the party, but I like the aggression that most manufacturers and dealerships are showing. Um, because let's be honest, uh, you know, cars are a lifestyle. That's if you get in a vehicle to do whatever you do daily and drive and go wherever you business or pleasure, that is the definition of your lifestyle. So you have to have stuff that fits that. And you're catered to and and, and also like advertised towards. Well, tell me this. Why do you think it could be challenging for some dealerships and salespeople? to embrace the concept of lifestyle in their business model? Man, a lot of times you see the dynamics of an auto dealership is kind of, you know, they still are kind of hanging on to some of the old regard, like the old regime of the old way of doing things. And not all dealerships, but some are a little bit, like I said, a little late to the party to one, acknowledge it and embrace it. And then you have to realize that now salespeople have to be creative outside of the four walls of their dealership. They have to out be out social and meet people and talk to people and see what motivates them and their lifestyle and, and how vehicles fit in those things because stuff is so digital now. And so we're, sometimes you're losing that in-person thing. So you need to find other things to motivate people and to get their attention. And lifestyle is the, the number one thing in my opinion. Rashid, b before we go any further, maybe you can clarify what lifestyle is, because the word gets tossed around a lot, often without any real clarity on what it means. Right. When you talk about lifestyle within the scope of automotive sales, what are you really defining it as? So me as a sales professional, anytime I'm talking to man or woman, I ask them, most times they kind of know what they're looking for, and sometimes they don't. But this is all a part of a strong, strong customer interview. Don't try to put, you know, a square peg in a round hole. What I mean by that is you need to talk to them and say, okay, how is this vehicle going to integrate into your daily lifestyle? So are you going to merge from picking up the kids from daycare and then going out on Friday night to paint the town red? That's all a part of lifestyle. So those are important interview, customer interview questions that, salespeople need to ask when they're in that process of trying to find the right vehicle for people. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, for sure. Well, let me ask you this. You deal a lot with the luxury sector. Correct. Do you think the luxury sector has a better grasp of the idea of lifestyle when it comes to selling cars? Um, sometimes, but you would think you would think they would, but sometimes a luxury luxury manufacturers or luxury, I should say dealership or some some of the the latest ones to, to grab on to the new way of doing things because 
you know, it's been so easy. You just put up a Mercedes Benz store and then people are just going to come in that you're Mercedes Benz clients. Or you go higher to that, like your British made cars and like Bentley or, or Rolls Royce, you know, they don't advertise. So they don't think they need to do any type of adjustments or changing. And I think that's actually uh, uh, the wrong way of looking at it. So your higher end luxury and exotics, what I found are a little bit less um, accepting of the way to promote lifestyle. Really? And why is that? Yeah, absolutely. Because, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just gonna gonna ask: Is it because they already think they have their their buyer already locked in? Exactly. They already have that niche or that consumer on lock. So what you're seeing is like these or these people that's trying to break into that space, like your your Hyundai Genesis. Was they they tried to completely separate themselves from the Hyundai name, and they're just going Genesis and Kia and all these other things. You're seeing these things with all of these air quote lifestyle components, like the massaging chairs and 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 ventilated chairs and diamond stitch seating and rear entertainments and self-driving modes and all that kind of stuff that these high-end luxury cars already have but they don't necessarily promote so these 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 people that are trying to infiltrate that space are really focusing on the lifestyle stuff to try to get people to even look at them because they already know what the traditional people have so that's why the traditional high-end luxury exotic sales uh those uh dealerships are kind of just sitting on their laurels and resting on them let me ask you this how has technology changed those dynamics in regards to the world of automotive retail um well it's, it's given people so much more access so much more um uh knowledge and availability at their at you know at their at their fingertips right so they kind of know what's kind of motivating them so it's on it's on the, the salespeople and the dealerships to know that, do their research. They need to do market research. They need to do hand raiser activities to see what type of things people are looking at in today's marketplace because the people a lot of times are coming in the dealership sometimes more knowledgeable than the salespeople because they've done so much research. So that's why in this, in this space, we have to make sure that our salespeople are, are up on their product knowledge and then also know, look at the, the analytics of what they're looking at. It's just like sports now. Everything has gone to analytics. So is the car business. You have to look at the analytics. And there's so many things and components out there, such as what Rocket is doing and others, um, to help you kind of get a cheat sheet to what people are looking for. What about vehicle features? How has technology impacted lifestyle in that regard when it comes to selling cars? Man, it's it's been crazy. It's it's. I tell people all the time, new vehicles, new cars. I mean, they're like, they're like cell phone on wheels. Like, how many times have you gotten a new iPhone or Android, and twelve months later they come out with a brand new one? Like, wait a minute, I just got this thing. How did you upgrade it that quick? That's the same thing with cars. It's a rat race. Everybody's trying to outdo one another. So the components, the 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 all of the technology in the car. I mean, it's just. Sometimes it's just overkill because they're just throwing so much in these cars. It's a big smartphone on wheels. So that's not going away. So we need to um, we need to acknowledge that and 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 put that to the forefront. But it's I mean, it's, it's a huge factor in the buying and selling of cars. now. Well, you bring up another interesting point, that being that sometimes it can be so many dynamics to knowing and understanding. 
these these lifestyle touch points. The bigger question becomes, how does a dealership or a salesperson approach the task of trying to wrap their head around it all? Well, from a sales perspective, you have to not overthink it. Don't arm uh, the consumer with too much information because it's overkill. And then sometimes, a lot of times, they need to go home and think about it. Well, that's the last thing a salesperson or a sales manager wants to hear. So again, I go back to how important talking to them prior to during the customer interview, because you might have a super tech savvy person, right? That doesn't care about the performance of the card and doesn't care about anything else. So that's all you focus on. You don't need to show them all the other stuff because they don't care. So that's a part of those things you need to see. If you've got someone who's all about the engine performance, safety, if you've got a, a, you know, a husband or wife who's driving a car and it's got three kids that are going to be in it, they are caring about five-star safety rating. They're caring about rear entertainment. So you focus on those things. You have to find out what makes the customer tick. And again, here's this word. How is this car going to integrate in their lifestyle? You know, if if you look at the automotive world, everything is changing and shifting and at a rapid pace, especially given how the car industry has traditionally moved. When you think of lifestyle, how do you see it shifting and changing in the years to come? I think it's only going to grow. It's only going to get bigger and better and more at the forefront. So with that, I think you're going to see a lot of um, a lot of uh, once, especially, you know, the pandemic kind of slowed some things down, but I think you're going to see some people get back to more in your face, in touch, in person type of, of lifestyle presentation of these vehicles. Because it's one thing to look at it online and see, okay, I like all this stuff. I want to look at this. But at the end of the day, even if you buy a car remotely, you still want to touch it, feel it, drive it, smell it for the most part and have those tangible items. So I think you're going to see more actionable items when it comes to lifestyle. I think you're going to see more cars and more things in settings that you wouldn't necessarily see them. They're going to be combined with with fashion and industry and, and, and art and, and travel and technology. You're going to see those things. And if, if, if you're a manufacturer or you're, you're a dealer, you need to find those type of avenues to, to partner up with less traditional things that you would see cars and, 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 and integrated with other lifestyle type of events and settings. Cool. Well, thanks again for taking the time out while you're on the road. I know how tough it can be doing an interview with those dynamics. Right. Yes. Be safe. All right. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Now, back to the noise.